the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And part of that setup allows us to have equal representation, whether you are from a state like Idaho that doesn't have very many people in it, or a state like New York that has a lot of people in it, you get equal representation. You get a number of representatives in Congress based upon your population, that's the House of Representatives, and you get the same number of representatives. In the U.S. Senate. So a lot of unique things about our country. And I think, and I think you think, those unique foundational aspects of America are worth preserving. And we rely on brave people. I would say men, but, you know, we do have uh, lots of brave women who fight for our armed forces and who are in law enforcement and are first responders. Um. So I want to include everyone in that. But the three men who were in front of Congress today are, in my mind, heroes because they've done the things that traditionally we have accorded to heroes. They've served their country. Uh, all three of them served in the armed forces, and then they went into the FBI. And ideally... When you're in an organization like the military or you're in an organization like the FBI, you can count on the fact that the people around you, the people who serve with you, share your values. That's how it's ideally supposed to work. Well, there's not a lot in America recently, semi-recently, that is working the way it was designed to work. We, in fact, have quite a divide between... Republicans and Democrats, in terms of how we believe things should work. And that's a recipe for chaos, disagreement. And I think if we don't get that gap bridged, it is going to be what causes us to fall as a nation. It's interesting. We are approaching the 250th anniversary of America. And that will happen in the next presidential term. I sure hope the next president is a Republican because I hazard to think how many apologies we will have to make if a Democratic president orders the narrative on how we should celebrate the 250th anniversary of America. So the three men who are in front of Congress today are whistleblowers. And a whistleblower is someone who is part of an organization and sees that organization drifting, or in the case of the FBI, sprinting away from the ideals that it has 
sworn to uphold, which in the FBI's case is equal protection under the law, not weaponizing its power to target people who are in opposition to the laws of America. Now, this is where the divide becomes stark, because we have Republicans who view the recently released John Durham report as an indictment of the FBI. And then we have Democrats who say, well, I read all 300 and some pages, and there's nothing in there. Nothing. It's empty. Nothing the FBI did, nothing wrong. I don't know how you bridge that gap. I don't know how you bridge that gap. I really don't. Because if you think that concocting an investigation to undermine the presidency of a duly elected president is okay, I don't know where someone of that opinion and me will find any common ground where we can have any kind of a productive discussion. If you're going to argue that it was okay to undermine Trump's presidency with the top law enforcement arm of the country, I'm never going to we I'm never going to give an inch on that. Conversely, if you're a Democrat and you look at January the 6th, you see a threat to democracy that is manifested today in the candidacy of Donald Trump for president in 2024. And you can't abide that to the degree that you are intolerant even of allowing Trump to have a platform on a major American cable network, CNN, to espouse his thoughts, opinions, and policies. That's anathema to you. You want him silenced. You want him jailed. You want him canceled. You want him to go away. So this is something that we have to figure out because if we don't figure it out, we're not going to be around very much longer to figure it out because a house divided against itself cannot stand. And we are a house divided against itself. And we see that playing out in our schools. How divided are our schools? How divided is our conversation about schools. I want universal school choice. I want competition. I want the best man to win. I think those are uniquely American ideals. We have a lot of people in the media, in the Ohio State House, at the highest levels of academia, who don't want competition in schools. We know what's best. Just shut up and take the instruction that we give you. We have it in our medical profession. We have a deep divide. We have people who think that "Mm, biology is fluid. Don't talk about biology. Don't talk about sex. Let's talk about gender because it's hard to dispute that sex and biology can be fluid. But if we make it about gender, then, well, then, yeah, men can get pregnant. Men can menstruate. Men can have babies. Men can be women. There's not a lot of room for common ground on that. And these kinds of disputes trouble me because on one side it feels to me like I'm on 
an inarguable side of truth, and on the other side are people who are just detached from reality. And to be detached from reality is to be detached from truth. And it's clear to me that after this morning's testimony in Congress, these three whistleblowers who were heroes, I mean, they're heroes. They, they're brave men. They served in the military. They won awards. They went out of the military and became FBI agents. They got security clearances that only a select few get. They can be trusted with the deepest, most consequential secrets germane to our nation's thriving and surviving and flourishing. But they're not heroes in the eyes of Democrats. They are uh, enemies of the state. They are, according to Democrats, the people who we want our military and our FBI to protect us from. They're people who want to take down our country, bring it to its knees, eradicate it. That's according to the legislators who impugn their integrity today at every turn. So we're going to play a lot of audio from the whistleblower testimony today. It's either that or I sit and watch Andrew Ginther, the mayor of Columbus, lie again about what he's going to do to make the short north safe, which there's a press conference about that going on right now at this very moment. But I think it's important that you understand how deep in denial this country is when it comes to what a hero is, when it comes to what protecting the Constitution means, when it comes to what serving your country means. Because if they're going to get rid of these guys who are the so-called tip of the spear, how long is it going to be before they come for you and for me? So what is a hero? And what is a traitor? The line used to be pretty clear. You serve in the military, you go into the FBI, you swear to uphold the Constitution, you hunt down bad guys. Well, that's a hero. And a true hero is someone who realizes the hopefully few instances when things are coming apart at the seams of the organization you serve. This takes exceptional bravery and courage to step forward and to say, hey, what we're doing here internally is not what we swore to uphold. And we see evidence of partisan behavior tearing apart our institutions at many levels. We just got the Durham report about the way that a coup was attempted to undermine and overthrow a duly elected president, Donald J. Trump. Democrats looked at the Durham report and sniffed. <laughs> Not worth our time. Nothing to see here. Well, we got a little bit more clarity on the degree to which the FBI and our justice system has gone south today when three whistleblowers sat in front of Congress and talked about what happened to them. Actually, I shouldn't use the word happened. I should use the word happening. What is happening to them? Some of it's happened, but it continues to happen. Jim Jordan is the head of the House Oversight Committee on this particular matter. He is the congressman, of course, from West Central Ohio. I think Jim Jordan is an exceptional congressman. 
because he himself is a fighter. He himself is someone who's willing to push back against this unfortunately growing Democratic narrative that if you dare oppose the Biden administration on anything, well, you're not just wrong. You are a traitor. You are treasonous. You are an extremist. You are crazy. Here's Jim Jordan's opening statement today about the three whistleblowers who bravely came forward to talk about what happened to them and what is apparently not just restricted to the FBI's efforts to undermine Donald Trump's presidency. We've talked to over two dozen whistleblowers. People have come to us. We've interviewed several of those, and today three of them. Three of those brave whistleblowers and a lawyer who represents them will tell us their story. They will tell us what happened, what they saw, and then what happened to them because they were courageous enough to report it to Congress. And I just want to tell you guys, get ready. Get ready, because these guys are going to come after you. Yep. You know they are. Last hearing we had, last hearing we had, we had two journalists, Democrats, two Democrat journalists sat right where you guys did, and these guys tried to get them to divulge their sources. Someone needs to tell them how the First Amendment works. And oh, while Mr. Taibbi, one of those award-winning journalists sitting right where you're sitting, was testifying, guess what else was happening? The IRS was knocking on his door. So get ready. But I know you're up to the task because you came forward in the first place. Thank you for your commitment to the Constitution, the First Amendment, the rule of law, and for your willingness to come forward and tell Congress what you've seen, what you've witnessed. We appreciate that. Yeah, because we need to keep our agencies free of agendas. But Jim Jordan was referencing the treatment that Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger got in front of Congress when they talked about the Twitter files. And the chief uh, screed on the Democratic side was the minority ranking member of Jordan's committee, Stacey Plaskett of the Virgin Islands. Uh, Stacey Plaskett of the Virgin Islands was the one who said that Schellenberger and Taibbi, who've won many, many awards, are so-called journalists. Oh, well, today, Stacey Plaskett, in her opening statement, presented a degree, a 180-degree different view from Jim Jordan. I hope Democrats, as well as Republicans, watch and listen this morning, because this hearing will demonstrate far better than any opening statement ever could that outside of Washington, the real divide in America is not between Democrats and Republicans. It's between people who love this country, Mm. who believe in the rule of law, Mm. who want to follow the law, and those who will fight to make our union more perfect, and the people who want to tear down the rule of law and betray our Constitution for personal as well as political gain. Now, she's not wrong there. She just has the players reversed on her lineup card. She's insinuating there that the Republicans are the ones who uh, do not believe in the rule of law. The Republicans are the ones who do not want to follow the law. And you know why that is. You know what she'll say. She'll have have three reasons for that. Why don't Republicans want to follow the law, according to Stacey Plaskett? Are you ready for the three reasons? Trump, Trump, Trump! Oh, there's, wait, there's three other reasons. You ready for them? January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. Here is the uh, 
colleague of Stacey Plaskett. Her name is Linda Sanchez. She's a Democratic congressman from California. Of course she is. I think it's important that we recognize this hearing for what it actually is. Oh, tell, Make no tell mistake, us. this hearing is a vehicle to <laughs> legitimize the events of January 6th January and the people who perpetrated it. And why? Trump, Trump, because Trump. Donald Trump is running for president again. Oh, no. And if you normalize the events of January 6th, if you repeat his election fraud lies, then maybe he doesn't seem quite so extreme. Maybe it will be easier to overturn a free and fair election the next time. Mm, Free and fair. Free and fair. It was free and fair. It was the freest and the fairest in all the land. Mirror, mirror on the wall. What is the freest and fairest election of all? It's the one that was over an hour ago. Remember that on uh, the wee hours of the day after the 2020 election? The freest and the fairest election ever! Seemed a little premature, except Joe Biden won, and there were a lot of questions about Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Arizona, and Nevada. Oh, don't ask the questions. Freest and fairest of them all. I don't want to be a tinfoil hat person, and I don't want to go as far as to say the election was stolen, but you do have to wonder, why are they fighting so hard? Why are they fighting so hard? to paint January 6th as something other than a mob that got out of hand. The certification of the election was done the same day. It was done January 6th, a couple hours after it was scheduled to be, but it was certified. There was no threat. But when they want you to stop looking at that election and they'll label you a terrorist if you don't stop, you got to wonder why. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.